Hi, this is Davina Rankin and welcome to the Who Me podcast. This is exactly the reason I'm doing this fucking podcast is to like get over my limiting beliefs, that self-doubt. I didn't feel worthy and I didn't feel like one of the other girls. Don't get me wrong, I get kicked in the guts and things still feel yucky. But in amongst the chaos, there's these little pockets of gold. I don't feel like I'm showing up trying to be anyone else but myself. There's always something special to take away from someone else's story. The podcast that'll have you looking at yourself in a whole new light. Get ready to unlock your personal power. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I hope we're all having a good week. I sound I sound a little bit nasally and congested today. I was just saying to my producer, I've had an emotional, crazy roller coaster of a few days. We had the Lionsgate portal yesterday. If you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, head over to my Instagram. I love all that cosmic stuff. You know I do. And today, I thought I would talk about a topic that is very dear to my heart, very dear to my chest may I say, pardon the pun. It's all about boobies, breast implant illness, um, my journey with my explant, how I got there, how it went, all of the questions. Buckle up. Here we go. I got my implants when I was 18 and I was very happy with them. I went to a surgeon here in Brisbane. He did a great job. I ended up getting, I think, a bit bigger than what I was planning on. When you go and get your implants, they you have a consultation, they kind of give you an idea of what they think would be good. And um, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I got from other people were like, always go bigger. That was it back in the day too. Everyone loved big boobs and big fake looking boobs back in the day. It's not so, well, I guess it is still a thing these days, but who knows? So I was like, you know what? I'll go a little bit bigger. So I ended up getting 385 cc's, which actually looked so big on my frame. When I came out of surgery, I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, they were huge. I specifically said to my surgeon, I want to look like posh spice fake tits, like the ones that you know that they are fake, you know? I didn't want any of this natural bullshit. And (laughs) he delivered my big fake boobs and I loved them. I did get like a little bit of a, oh, when I first saw them, it was a bit of a shock. I was like, oh God, did I do the wrong thing? Because these are huge. I came from having a chest that was like a double A and he used to wear water bras and air bras and put tissues down my bras and all of the things. So to have these huge boobs was a little bit of a shock, but I did love them. If you hadn't noticed by now the why as to why I decided I wanted to get implants was purely vanity reasons, purely for validation, purely because I thought it would make me look more beautiful and be more worthy, which is not the best way to go about plastic surgery, I've realized. You know, those kinds of realizations happen in hindsight. Unfortunately, you don't realize until years down the track that like, oh shit, did I make the best decision? Was the reason I got those boobies because of validation or was it I don't even know what other reason you would <laughs> go and get boobs. I, like to truly make yourself feel better about yourself, then okay. But 
I mean, now, especially as a mum of a little girl, I think about all the different things that we could do to our body to make ourselves feel more beautiful and stuff. And now I think about it and I just go, fuck, there's just not a big enough why for me to really go under the knife and to really change myself that much. Although when I was 18, there was a million whys and they all weren't the right reason. (laughs) So yeah, but look, I'm not going to downplay the fact that I absolutely loved my boobs. I really wasn't able to do much just because they were so big on my chest. They felt really heavy. I wasn't able to train properly. So like push-ups, I just didn't do it was actually such a great excuse at boot camp and stuff. <laughs> I can't do it. I've got my fake boobs. I'm so sorry. I can't do the plank. I can't do this. I can't do that. Because I really did feel like they limited my range of motion and whatnot. Um, they felt really tight. I got them on top of the muscle as well. So you could really see my implant. Like it looked like it was just under the skin you know what, they were fine for a few years and I loved them and they were great. They served their purpose, not going to lie. I kind of feel like my boobs were like a little bit of a mask for me. So even if I wasn't happy in other places, if I thought, oh, you know, my cellulite or my stretch marks or this or that, I always had my boobs to rely on, you know, which is not healthy. It's very toxic. You know, I actually, I have lots of girls who are like 20. I've actually just had a conversation with a woman over in America who is wanting to get implants. And everyone has the right to their own body and to make their own decisions to their own body. But I think the biggest thing is, is like, really, why do you feel like you need bigger breasts? What is it about you that you don't feel good enough as you are And will bigger breasts make you happier? I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed my bigger breasts, but I don't think they made me any happier. It was just a mask for me. And later on down the track, you'll see that (laughs) it worked out in the worst way because they were really detrimental to my health. I started noticing that over the years, probably maybe five years on, So all up, I had them for 12 years, but at around the five-year mark, I really noticed my fatigue. So I was working as a PT at the time and I was waking up early, you know, 5.30 to train clients. And then come like 9.30, I would need to go to sleep. Like I actually, like my body, I would just need to go to sleep. And I just put that down to me exerting a lot of energy and giving a lot of energy to my clients and waking up early. But now that I can look back, like the level of fatigue that I had was just ridiculous. There was not one day that would go by where I wouldn't nap and I would have to nap. And there would be big naps for like hours. So I would train my clients in the morning and then I would nap through midday and then come back and train my clients. Obviously, I had pain with them, so it limited my mobility. But also other different things started to happen. So a big thing was night sweats. I would just every night for as long as I could remember, I would sweat like a lot. And I just, I don't know, I just thought that that was my body. I thought that was normal. Brain fog was a really big thing. Like brain fog sounds like a little bit of a bullshit symptom. But it's a real thing. Like I, some days I couldn't even pick up the phone. Some days my energy levels were just so low. It just felt unbearable. Like from midday onwards, 
it was like a sickening feeling because I just had zero energy. My brain would not work. Those symptoms kind of kept going and going. I had like a tight stretching feeling whenever exercising or lifting my hands above my head. Inflammation in my face and my body. My face looked puffy and tired. I had skin irritations. I had weird fungal nail infections that I had no core. Like I was on, you know, vitamins and minerals and things like that to try and get these like skin irritations under control, but nothing was working and they came out of nowhere. I had gut issues. So I had leaky gut. I started having numbness in my limbs and different areas of my skin. Even on my breasts, I would feel itchy on my boob. And for the life of me, I could never itch it. And I'd be itchy in places and I would itch them. I'm actually getting itchy talking about this. But it was like an unitchable itch always. And it would drive me crazy. I would have numbness in my hands or in my feet while I was driving. I noticed it a lot while I was driving. And then that would kind of start me into like a bit of a panic state because I would be like, fuck, what is this? Am I having a heart attack? Am I having a stroke? Yeah, my hands would go numb. A lot of the time, like parts of like my body would feel numb. I would have like redness around my breasts and around my underarm area. When I got my bloods done, my hormones were all over the place. I had thyroid issues, adrenal issues. I always had a metallic taste in my mouth. I felt like um, it was just like a metallic-y taste and I always chewed gum because it just, I always felt like my mouth was dry and I always had a metallic taste in my mouth that just would never go away. One of the worst bits, and I didn't realize this until after, but I hadn't been taking full deep breaths in over 12 years. So even when I was doing things like breath work, meditation and stuff like that, my breaths were so shallow. It got to a point that I started having anxiety attacks so frequently after I'd given birth from Mila that I was like, this is just not normal. I don't know what this is. And I didn't know that any of these symptoms had anything to do with my implants at the time. I just had all these symptoms and I truly thought that I had MS. I thought I had like a brain thing. So I went and got all the scans done. I went to the GP. I told them everything that was going on. and They were like, okay, let's go get a scan of your brain. Perfectly normal. There was no reason as to why all of these things were going on with me. But what I did notice was while I was breastfeeding, my boobs started to look different. They started actually to get look harder and more tight, which is weird because you'd think that they'd be saggy and, you know. So anyway, I'm like, you know what? It has been 12 years. I know that they're not a forever thing. I'm going to probably have to get them redone at some point. So I went and got them checked out and... What they found is that I had capsular contracture on both of my implants. So that means my body had created like a capsule around the implants and it was getting tighter and tighter. And if I was to leave them in for any longer, at some point they will start to go higher and higher as well. So that can kind of cause like the double bubble effect where your implants up here and then you have some skin underneath and obviously more discomfort. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, well, obviously my body is just not liking these implants. And it's just, and I can kind of see now because I got them so young, it must have compromised my immune system, you know, while my immune system was still, you know, in that maturation phase. 
and I put a foreign object in my body while I was still young that my body has been trying to like figure out what these things are for the last you know however long so my body wasn't operating at optimal this is what I think anyway my body wasn't being able to operate optimally because they were trying to get these foreign objects out of me. So I didn't have a rupture. I didn't have any leaking or anything like that. But my body obviously did not want them in there anymore. As soon as that news got handed to me, I was like, well, this is a no brainer. I've got a daughter now. I'm going to get rid of them. And that was a really big decision, a big decision to get rid of them, but also not get anything redone. And I did have that option. Like, do I want to get fat transplanted in there? Do I want to get smaller boobs? What will I look like without boobs? It was just like a big head fuck. But the number one thing that mattered was that I felt good for my daughter. I didn't, I was also suffering with postnatal depression massively. And if getting rid of my boobs would eliminate maybe a few things that were making me feel shitty, then that's fine. If it gets rid of the night sweats, the metallic taste, the numbness, all of those things that all up made me feel really anxious about my health, not even worth having them in my body. It's all very new. Breast implant illness is still not a proper diagnosis. They're still, you know, running tests. We still do not know the full extent to the harm that implants can do to your body and what, you know, autoimmune diseases and things it can bring on. Like it's still all under investigation. When I came to the conclusion to go and get my breast checked, I actually went onto an Instagram page that was a breast implant illness Instagram page. And I was looking at all of these other women who've had the exact same symptoms as me, who have taken their implants out and seen dramatic increase in their health and vitality and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, you know, (laughs) what's the harm? Like, I already feel this shit. What's the harm in seeing if it works? And I got my implants taken out. My surgeon was Dr. David Chin here um, from the Wesley Hospital. He's amazing. He had done explants on a couple of women that I know personally and they recommended him and I'm so glad I went to him. He's actually a reconstructive surgeon. And as soon as I went in there, he made me feel not crazy, which is so good. And he said, you know, I see this all the time. And yeah, I just felt very safe in his hands. So went with him. I booked it in for as soon as I could. I was so nervous on the day I was thinking about all of the things. It was like, oh my God, am I going to deform myself? Like, am I going to look like a monster after this? But in the back of my mind, the only thing that mattered was my daughter and my health. So I just needed to really keep that in the forefront of my mind. As soon as I opened my eyes after surgery, I had the first deep breath I'd taken in 12 years. Oh my God. And it was so good. I felt it like I felt the breath going through my nose, down my throat, in my chest, down to my stomach. And I was like, what? Breath can go that far? Like I had no idea. I was breathing into my throat my whole life. And then I was like, oh my God, it was just amazing. Even my eyes looked different. And I just instantly felt like I had done the right thing. And I'm not going to cry when I saw my boobs for the first time. I'm not going to lie. When I did see my boobs for the first time, it did make me cry a little bit because I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? But there was a part of me that was just like, who fucking cares? Like my health and my mental well-being is the only thing that matters. Looks do not even phase me anymore. So, yeah, it's been 
nearly two years and I feel amazing. All of those symptoms that I said to you earlier, the metallic taste, the night sweats, brain fog, lethargy, all of those things have like completely gone. I look at my face now compared to what my face looked like two years ago or three years ago looks completely different. Even my body holds weight differently now, holds fluids differently now. It's just, it's very interesting. And yeah, I feel great. And it's also, it's a nice reminder for me because there are some days when I look at my body and I go, oh my God, like, I wonder what, I wonder what a little fat transfer here and there would, you know, and I do think about things like that, but it's a beautiful reminder it's like the best kind of reminder because it it snaps me into my present day snap out of it, Davina. Like you don't need anything else to be wonderful. Like you already are doing the most. You are great. You are healthy. You are happy. That's all that matters. Nothing else matters. And it's sad because like I do find myself in the comparison trap. We are living in a day and age where everyone is perfect. You go online, everyone is, you know, filtered and have, has wonderful asses and these big, beautiful tits and they can wear anything that they want and the Kardashians and this, that and the other. And it is so easy to fall into that that trap of like that lack mindset, that unworthiness, um, the comparison. But for me, my little boobies and my scars are a wonderful reminder that I actually don't need any more than what I already am, you know. And if I ever did want to go and have surgery in the future, cool, my prerogative, I'm totally able to do that if I want to. But what I would recommend anyone to do before you go under the knife, even before you're getting needles in your face, anything, just make sure you're making an educated decision, an informed decision, Make sure you know what could potentially go wrong all in the name of vain. Or if you do have a very decent why and you have a really valid reason as to why you want to go and do that, just make sure that you are completely aware what the potential risks could be. Because I wasn't. There was no talk about breast implant illness back in the day. We had no idea what it could do to your immune system, how your body, you know, would deal with foreign objects. The implants that I actually had were specifically designed not to create, for your body not to create capsules around them. And I got two big old hard capsules by the end of the day. So before you go under the knife, before you do anything that's going to dramatically change your appearance, just make sure that you ask yourself those very, very important questions. What is my why? Do I know the risks? And how could this affect me long term? What would you say to your daughter if she comes to you at 18 and wants to have a boob job? <laughs> what I would say to Mila if she was 18 and came to me and wanted to have a boob job, anything that she wanted to do, I would be open to listening and you know, hopefully I can give her the right advice. Um, But all I can do is talk to her from hindsight in my perspective. And that is, I feel better now and more myself now than I ever have. I think we go searching for things exterior to us to be able to make us feel whole and that maybe we don't need to be searching so hard outside of us. Maybe The gold is going inwards and finding out who we really are and listening to our passions. And 
I don't know, going a little deeper rather than like reaching out for the external things to try and make us into something that we're not. But through lived experience, I would say, you know, a padded bra is probably less expensive and would do less harm on your physical and mental health. (laughs)